Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. In this episode of the Strategic Planning Series, we will dive into what the Menominee Tribe's strategic plan is, how it came about, and why it's important to the future of our tribe and people. Our guests today are Menominee Tribal employees Brenda Tamau, planner, and Anne-Marie Johnson, tribal administrator. Welcome. Thank you guys for being here today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself or introduce yourselves to our listeners? Sure. So I'm Anne-Marie Johnson. I am a tribal member. I've been with the tribe for probably close to 30 years, but in different capacities. Um, my most recent one is coming back to the tribe um, as a tribal administrator in 2020 um, and noticing that we need to bring the strategic planning portion back to the tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, it began during that time as an administrative manager, and it was a project that we had been working on. Um, so now that I'm back with the tribe, this is like the third year, um, one of the first initiatives that I wanted to look at was looking at the strategic plan and seeing what had been accomplished over the uh, past 16 years. Realizing that and taking a look at it again, um, I, I realized we needed our planner position back. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, we had posted and were lucky enough to um, get Brenda Tamal back, who was our former planner. And um, we start moving forward with strategic planning again and starting with how much was accomplished. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily that the plan was shelved. Mm-hmm. What we really wanted to do was take a spin of an approach to what really was accomplished in the strengths of that plan so that we could start to begin to look at a 2023 plan. So Mm -hmm. it's an update, but really I think that it's much more than a strategic plan. It's also some trauma-informed care, behavioral Mm -hmm. health, some organizational psychology, and all about development. So we're really glad to have uh, Brenda back and begin the sessions. Uh, We have revised the approach to the strategic plan flow Mm-hmm. Compared to um, 07, we kind of did some lessons learned and revised our, our workflow of what we were going to do this time. My name is Brenda Tamau. Um, my position is planner for the Department of Administration. Um, previously, um, I helped work on the strategic plan when it was introduced as an ANA grant back in 2003. The grants writers were able to gain that ANA grant. And so for three years, we worked on how we were going to put that together. We did a community survey back in 2005. That community survey helped us to determine what areas uh, were of most priority for our tribal members, what they were looking for, what uh, what they wanted, their needs. And so that helped us put together um, seven visionary areas those seven visionary areas have not changed. Uh, We continue to move forward in now in 2023. But through that, 
um, in 2007, we created the mission, vision, and values for the Omaknamanewik. And the mission of the Omaknamanewik, people of the wild rice, is to promote, protect, preserve our rights, resources, and culture by utilizing responsible leadership and judicious exercise of our sovereign powers. Through that, um, we recognize that we had to continue, looked at developing work groups in these seven different visionary areas. And those visionary areas consist of culture, economic development, education, health, justice, natural resources, and social. So some of the lessons that we learned over the past 16 years is the fact that this was still a living document. It never sat on the shelf, as Anne-Marie had stated. It was worked through um, when I came back in 2022. The first thing I looked at was how many goals and objectives were actually accomplished. And there have been a number of true successes that are just phenomenal. We have a video that was created through our culture um, emphasizing the success of our cultural museum, repatriation, um, immersion, um, language. All of these things have been accomplished, and it's just remarkable to know that through these past 16 years that people who worked on them were definitely, they actually were resilient and moving forward. They um, worked hard to gain all of these successes, um, determined to meet those goals and objectives. And it's just, like Anne-Marie said, there wasn't really a push through administration, but our directors and other entities, our stakeholders, our partners, they helped it through. And that's been the successes. Today, currently in 2023, we now have a strategic planning policy that helps us to guide all the different entities that need to be a part of it in order to make it work. Um, we also did, again, another community survey and compared that data, which now allows us to move forward again. Um, strategic planning policy and the other thing that we recognized was that all of these successes were not communicated to the community. And now we have also a communication plan that's helping us to, um, first of all, announce that we need community to be involved, but also to recognize that everything that's being worked on now through the strategic plan has also incorporated our community engagement workshops. So our CEW, um, we're looking to create something different with it. Um, we started with the Galleria Walk, um, indicating what 90-day plans are being worked on. So it's all starting to come together a little bit more. Years ago, with the successes, I have to say that it's, it's definitely a valuable tool. It helps our departments. It helps our community to be involved. Um, it's all about our community. Our community needs to know that involvement from them is the key. Um, and we're looking for more youth, more elders. Back when we did the first strategic plan, we had 99 youth meetings. Um, we had 71 elder meetings. We had 265 community meeting participants. 
We had um, in-service meeting participants. We had 430 survey participants. Um, again, and in total, when we, we also went out to Milwaukee, Chicago, Green Bay, um, looking for community to be involved there, uh, presenting it to our community. And all in all, during that 2007, we had 1,235 uh, total community participants. So that's um, led us to today, again, uh, we continue using those same processes that we used years ago, and it just continues to build. And that's the great thing about strategic planning because it's not something that's written in stone. It's something that can continually evolve and be revisited. So if something's not working, we can always come back to the table and say, hey, we know this isn't working. What is it that we need? We can always do another short survey to community because we have those resource tools now as well. So all of these things are improvements for our community. Um, <clears throat> and that's kind of where we stand oh, right now. Okay. Sorry, I was just going to mention that this podcast is also a part of that. That's one of the ways that we'll be um, letting people know about all these different successes that the strategic planning process has brought on. Okay, so you talked about the tribe developing the strategic plan back in 2007. Why would you say that there was an, a need to create a new one? I think um, the reason why we wanted, we wanted to revisit because one of the things, you know, um, that we needed to do was celebrate the success of it. Yeah. That's one of the lessons learned that we saw is that we didn't take the time to recognize the accomplishments and the strengths of that plan. So now that, that kind of led into the communication plan. And when we surveyed the community, we're listening. We're, we're asking. They're telling us. And that's where the revisions of the plan came in. And I think that's one of the strengths. The other um, lessons learned, too, is who knew what is strategic planning? So we knew that we had to do some educational components, develop some workshops, and take a little bit time to massage it um, rather than hurry and get a document together and say, here's your plan. We needed to have <clears throat> buy-in from the community. And, and you can see today in, in the meetings and in the communication, because that communication plan actually broached the, the vehicle to use to inform the community, but also the feedback, that's what we needed. We can't always just tell, we need to have that feedback from our tribal members, also from our community partners, and everybody needed to know what, what we're doing to collaborate and partner because we're stronger together rather than just individually, and we're finding some of those things. Um, some of the feedback that we got from our partners was just that. They were also strategic planning, and we're all working on the same type of goals of improvement, strengths and improvement. We have some major issues within our community, within our families, individually. Together, we're stronger when we have a plan and working towards that. And as Brenda said, this is meant to be a flexible document um, through, through a lot of work, through work groups, through a lot of partnering and communication with people. We know that it needs to be flexible because um, one of the major issues is, you know, um, 
COVID hit and we really didn't have a plan. It was unanticipated, but what we needed to do is develop those infrastructural changes to make us strong and be able to um, see when things are coming. Sometimes you can't, but at least you build that structure to make sure that we're strong. So um, we see that now, um, even, even as we're moving forward, um, the need to improve the process. So it'll get better as we move forward, but we know that we're not the ones in the administration saying it's actually the people letting us know what the process is and what we need to change process improvement. Um, there's, there's a lot more that, that we've also realized in regards to performance measurement. We need to start doing data. Data doesn't lie. We need to interpret it. We need to go back out, show results, and let the community know, hey, this is what's happening. Because sometimes, you know, um, feedback from the individual level is great, yeah. but whenever you do the whole culmination of the, the community, you're able to actually see some trends of what's going on. So we knew that um, with this plan, we needed to um, get some performance measurements, some metrics going on in there. And um, we weren't going to say, this is what you should track. We're letting each of those work groups let us know what they're tracking and what they're seeing. Because I know that we're going to anticipate that there's going to be things that are going to be strengths and mm -hmm. things that are going to be weaknesses. But it's how we react and revise it that's going to make this even a stronger plan. Mm -hmm. um, were there any other lessons that you guys learned from the past strategic plan that helped you formulate this new 2023 version? I think um, in our last community engagement, um, the, the power of the youth that have come to the table, mm -hmm. that's really powerful. And um, the, the, the succession planning at that level of, you know, letting the youth know very good job speaking in front of people, that's a very difficult job for adults. Yeah. Yeah. But for them to come to the table and say, hey, we want to be a part of this, I think says a lot the buy-in of the youth and having them at the table, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, all, all um, different populations. The more people that are involved, the better the better this plan's gonna be, and the, the best thing is, is the accomplishments that's gonna come out of it, and there's gonna be unanticipated things that are gonna be strengths, but unanticipated things that are gonna be weaknesses, but we'll continue sure. moving forward and improving the model. Um, so, you know, you kind of, both you and Brenda kind of talked about the different processes that were used. Um, can you kind of go into a little more detail about that, um, the different processes that were used in formulating the new plan? Sure. Um, again, we used the, we used the same processes. One of the first things that we train within the, the work groups. Now, again, we had those seven different visionary areas so we had experts in those areas, but we also had community members because quite a few of our employees are community members. Yeah. Um, so that helps us to gain not only the professional side of things, but it also helps us to recognize the family, um, how, what kind of input um, is from them. Um, one of the great things that we see is that... Um, when we develop that training, we ask that when somebody is speaking, that we use almost like the talking circle, that when you have that floor or you have that recognition that you're the one speaking, 
that we give that that person that respect, that dignity, that honor to listen to what they're saying. And that's the main thing, uh, being able to hear what that person is saying. And sometimes we have negative. Um, sometimes we have things that are negative, but we listen. And when we listen, we turn those things into positives. So if there's something that we need to do differently, we're listening to the people. We, you know, we ask, how can we make it better? We do a lot of evaluations, too, through uh, every, every work group meeting that we have, every um, community event that we have. We always do the evaluations because that helps us to know, are we doing our jobs correctly? Are we listening? And like Anne-Marie stated, um, we are. We are listening to what's being said. We try to change things so that we are recognizing and that we are listening. Um, so some of the tools that we use um, when we do a work, work group meeting, um, we invite everyone to the table, and of course not everyone can be there all the time, but we keep record of the notes. And those notes help us to develop each time that we meet. Um, if there's something that wasn't completed the first time, we come back and we look at it again. Um, and it's, it's kind of a constant evolving process, but again, always getting that feedback from our youth, our elders, um, going out into the community, um, letting them know that they are an important process, are a part of this process. Um, and again, um, elders are, are just very happy to be involved, to be asked to be involved. Um, and they're happy to hear what's being done. Um, a lot of times when we go into the senior centers or we go into the community centers, they're very willing to hear and be a part of it. So that's the important piece to this, this project. Um, we look at the, the past, but we also look at the future. How are we growing um, our youth? What are we teaching our youth in order to be um, involved? Uh, like we said at the last community engagement workshop, we had governmental leaders that were um, freshmen, you know, sophomore, juniors, and they're doing things. They're making things happen, and it was so awesome to see um, and hear them. Like Anne Marie said, it's hard to you know step in front of a, a group of people, especially adults, mm -hmm. and be able to speak forward about what we need to do to change. Sure. So that was exciting. It was um, also exciting to see community members there now again for the first time. But again, we're going to build it. We're mm -hmm. going to build it and ask more people to be involved. Um, the more that we put out the podcast, the more that we put information out on the web page, uh, the social media events, um, hoping to gain more community members so that they recognize they have a voice. Mm -hmm. They can say what they want, what they need. Um, and we do. We recognize that not everybody has everything that they need. So yeah. we want to recognize that. Um, going forward, again, just doing the same thing that we've always done. Those processes haven't changed. The work groups now will be um, these 90-day plans. We'll be heading forward with work group meetings so we'll be announcing those work group meetings mm -hmm. so that people know, the community knows that they can come in at any time to those meetings and state mm -hmm. their voice. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to be pushing forward now 
with the uh, communications. Okay. Being able to meet, being able to be there. Yeah. Um, we're also working with transportation mm -hmm. so that if an elder wants to come, they have that ability to be there. Okay. So cool. things of that nature are going to be um, in the planning as we go forward. How can you ensure that the plan is carried out by various departments, organizations, and the Menominee people? Part of the process, too, is getting our stakeholders and our partners involved. Um, so we have MTE, we have CMN, um, WRDC, the Menominee Tribal School, we have Menominee Indian School District. They've all been a part of these planning sessions, the work group meetings, understanding what role they play within it. Um, they serve the community as well. So we want to try to align everything that we're doing through the Menominee Tribe um, strategic plan. But we also know that MTE has a strategic plan. We know that CMN has a strategic plan. So the meetings that we've been in since even last week when we had the community engagement workshop, they now understand, too, what role they play within the overall strategic plan of the tribe. So that, too, starting to mesh and align these strategic plans so that we're all going in the same direction is the initial reason that they're involved. Yep, and just to add to that, you know, with the um, department directors and um, strategic planning policy, um, there's requirements for, for reporting out. But one of the lessons learned again was, you know, we needed to do a better job of what, what shows that we've accomplished something. So that's um, listing in the beginning of what the outcomes are and then reporting monthly. The department directors submit monthly reports to tribal administration. Um, they are to reserve a certain section in their report to report exactly what they're, how they're um, working towards their goals and objectives. Some of these work groups, you'll be a multiple um, member on maybe all of them or maybe a few but also report out some work groups. And that's why we found it necessary to connect it to 90-day plans. Because your 90-day plans, it's a term, 90-day plan. But it can, it can take a couple months to, to accomplish an objective. But with the overall goal, what, what are you doing to accomplish that goal in your department? But even individually. You know, as we, we hold these community engagement meetings and we hear our tribal members make comments, that's all data that, that can be used that shows that we're accomplishing something. But also, like when I talked about it before, the unanticipated strengths and weaknesses, we'll use that no matter what. Because problems or obstacles are opportunities for us to improve our services to our tribal members improve our services, the community, and all of our partners. How can we solve this? How, how can we get the community what they need? And more than ever, we have to come through. I mean, it's always been a struggle with government funding, our own revenue, recovering from COVID. We need plans like this, and we need people to come together more than ever so that we can accomplish and get the services needed to our membership. What will the 2023 st uh, strategic plan mean for the future of the Menominee? Well, right now with the 2023, what this does is, um, again, with the strategic planning policy and with our communication plan, more than ever, we're hoping that we're going to outreach and get more community involved. 
uh, again, what we've seen in 2007 from the people who participated back then, they moved mountains. And when you have a, a number of community people saying, this is the direction we want to move, then that's the direction we want to move. So they, have, they play a very important role in everything that we've done since the beginning of the, the strategic plan. Um, a lot of times when you look at the different departments, you look at health care, you look at social services, one of the main successes with social services is that years ago we only had Menominee County Human Services. Now we have Menominee Tribal so Social Services, and that in itself is a wraparound of services that um, actually cater to the Menominee. And um, so they think of everything that we can do in order to help a family move forward from the, you know, there's domestic abuse, there's, um, you know, crime victim, they work with the justice system. So there's a number of different programs right now that are working together to make it happen for this community. Um, so that that's the importance of this going forward in 2023 and future. Um, a lot of times when I'm doing the workshop meetings or the community engagement workshop, I always mention about my family. Um, I have 16 grandchildren, but 13 of them are Menominee. So I want them to have a future with their tribe. Um, and that's the, that's the main purpose for me. That's my perspective on it is that what are they going to have futuristically? So um, that's what I always put in my mind when I work on this, that it's not a plan for Brenda. It's not a plan for just the, the tribal administration. It's a plan for this community and future, future generations. And just, you know, a, a, a comment, too, is that this is a plan that was made by the community. They made a prescription for themselves. They want it to be carried out. So our job is to give them the tools to do it. So this is uh, the revision of the former strategic plan um, flow. But again, it's a prescription. And it's not an exact science. And we know that things change daily. But at least this document allows for that input and that revision. And I think that it'll be made even stronger because it's, it's, it's the people's plan. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Well, at this point, it's just that community understand that they totally, everything that we hear from our, our community, we listen. We want them to know that we listen, and things may not move today, but tomorrow we might be able to be successful. So we don't stop. We continue to move forward. And, yeah, we might have some weaknesses. We might have some threats that come before us, but we're always willing to go forward. Um, as long as this community continues to give us that feedback, we'll continue to move forward for them. Wawanan for listening to the MITW podcast. The MITW podcast will be released monthly to keep you up to date with the Menominee Tribe and our tribal departments. You can find our podcasts on menominee-nsn.gov, iTunes, YouTube, and on our Facebook page at MITW Podcast. If you would like to submit a question or a comment, email us at podcast at mitw.org.